Well, good morning and welcome to the drive. Hope everyone is well. It is 81 degrees here in Mobile, Alabama. Driving to work per usual. And I don't ever say per usual, by the way. I don't even know what that means. But as usual, I guess. And we have been looking at Psalm 100. Amazing Psalm, five verses. Super short, incredibly dense, very impactful, completely profound. It's awesome. But we've looked at Psalm 100, verse 1, 2, 3, and 4. And today we're going to look at the last verse, which is verse 5. And the psalmist writes this. For the Lord is good, His mercy is everlasting, and His truth endures to all generations. My mind is blown. This is amazing. Let's try to break this down in 10 minutes. Uh, The Lord is good. For the Lord is good. This is something that we have to have cemented in our minds and hearts as believers. This is something that there's no need to doubt. There's no reason to doubt about. Like that the Lord is good. Like being believers, being Christians and Christ followers, we should know, know, start from the premise and know that God is good. He's not just good occasionally, once in a while, when we're good. No, He's good all the time. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It says in Hebrews, God is good. Do we believe that? Do we know that? Do we live like God is good? I think if we do, then we're, not, then we're going to complain less. We're going to have a better attitude more. We're going to worship and praise Him with our whole heart. Because the Lord is good. Aren't you glad? And I love what it says after that because this is one of the reasons why He is good. He is good. For His mercy is everlasting. Mercy is everlasting. Aren't you glad that God's mercies are new every morning? Especially since... What you may have done yesterday or last week or the last couple weeks or last month. His mercy is new. Or last night. His mercy is new every single morning. Mercy means not getting what we deserve. We deserve nothing good. We deserve death. We deserve hell. We deserve punishment. We deserve judgment. Yet, because of God's mercy, He withholds all those things from us. Aren't you glad? I'm so thankful. This is another reason to be incredibly thankful. And again, Psalm 100 is all about having a a thankful heart. He is so good that His mercy is everlasting, which means everlasting means forever. Like His mercy is always there. Are we going to walk in His mercy? Are we going to live like we're forgiven? Or are we going to live in condemnation and guilt and be burdened all the time? His mercy is everlasting. He is good. So encouraging, isn't it? Such a good reminder. Something that I think we need to remind ourselves every day. Because as we go through things and difficulties and struggles and trials and storms, if we forget that God is good, that He has mercy, then we're going to be in a bad place. We're going to be downcast. We're going to be depressed. We're going to be anxious. We're going to lose hope. We're going to feel helpless. That's why we have to remember the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. And I love how it ends here. Psalm 100, verse, uh, or chapter, I mean, yeah, Psalm 100, chapter 
chapter 100, verse 5. Sorry about that. Um, the last part of verse 5. I just love it. It says, His truth endures. Doesn't it endure? Voltaire, you know, the great uh, philosopher, great mind, back in the day, said it after 100 years after I'm dead, the Bible is going to be non existent. There's going to be no more Bibles. Christianity's going to be gone. It's going to be done. Forget it. It's over. That didn't work out too well for him. Because it's still going strong. Because God's truth endures. Psalms, it talks about that God's word is settled in heaven. So, there's no blocking it out. There's no changing it. There's no adding to it or taking away from it. But His truth endures. It continues on. That's why in today's day, we can still rest upon His truth, read His truth, and grow from His truth. Because that's how we grow as believers. His truth endures. How long? Well, it says to all generations. Man, I love that. His truth endures to all generations. So even as we look at this next generation, these young people who are growing up, and it's our job, it's our calling, it's our stewardship, I believe, for us who are older, to train these, these men and women up these young generations train them up in the ways of the Lord because when we're dead and gone which may be sooner than later time goes by fast when we're dead and gone they're the ones who are going to take over they're the ones who are going to take the banner of truth and continue marching on and so we really truly need to pour into this next generation because they're in danger of just falling away and I don't have the statistics in front of me, and even if I did, I'm driving, so I wouldn't be able to read them. But the statistics are really bleak when it comes to those keeping the faith, especially as they go into college and come out of college. That four years, uh, something like around 80% or more lose their faith. I think it's all just a bunch of trash. Don't, don't believe it anymore. They backslide. But the fact is, is truth endures to all generations. His truth never dies, nor does it change. It's always there for the taking. And the question is, guys, are we taking it? Are we reading it? Are we digging into it? And again, topical studies and series, they're not bad, but if that's all you're feeding off of, if that's all you're feeding on, then you're, you're going to remain hungry. Get the pure meat of the Word of God. I mean, that's where growth comes from, emanates from, stems from. The source of spiritual growth is a scriptures, period. And so the truth is there. You know, I don't know how many, I think the average home has like, I can't remember what it is, seven to nine Bibles. <laughs> the average Christian home has seven to nine Bibles. And the question is, are we opening those things? Are we digging into them? Are we reading them on our own? Because that's his truth. And it endures to all generations. You know something else is that His truth endures and we're able to endure as we're in His truth, as we dig into His truth. We are able to persevere as we dig into His precepts. Are we doing that? Because the more we dig into God's Word, honestly, and it goes back to this whole psalm, all five verses, and that 
the more we dig into who God is and His Word, the more thankful we're going to be. The more excited we're going to be to get into church because we're like, yes, I get to fellowship, I get to worship, I get to dig into His Word, and I get to be taught, I get to learn, I get to grow. It gets more and more exciting. The more you engage in those spiritual activities that were done in the early church and that we're still doing today. Like, I, I'm not going to walk, I don't want to walk around downcast, being all depressed all the time and saying, yeah, Jesus is good. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be expectant and excited to see God move. And I know He will as long as we continue to stand upon His Word, to raise our hands in worship, to praise Him for who He is, to, to bless His name, to lift Him up, to make much of God, not to make much of ourselves. We must decrease, He must increase. John the Baptist said that. It was true back then, it's still true today. You have to decrease in order for God to increase in your life. The Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. And His truth endures to all generations. Man, Psalm 100 is just impactful to me. You know, anytime I, I uh, am lacking a thankful heart, I go to it. Anytime I, uh, I want to be reminded what worship is all about, I go to it. Anytime my countenance is lowered, I go to it because it's short, straight to the point, and it encourages me like crazy. It helps me to refocus my gaze upon who matters and what matters. God does. So may we be thankful. May we bless His name. May we enter into His gates with thanksgiving. May we know that He is God, right? And we are His people. We are His sheep. Come before His presence with worship and singing, making a joyful shout to the Lord. Man, these truths are powerful, impactful, and they can change your heart. Let them into your heart and let them work in your heart and let them transform your outlook on life to go from depressed to delivered, to go from trials to triumph so that we can walk forward with the banner of truth and be able to shine as a light for the Lord. All glory, every ounce of glory to Him. Not to you, not to me. Every ounce of glory to Him. In Jesus' name. Well, God bless you guys. I hope you have an awesome day. And we'll talk to you next time.